0: And these are the same talking points we say every single time a school shooting happens. Not one criminal is going to be affected by any law you pass. You know who it's going to affect? It's going to affect Dan, who normally carries a gun, but doesn't when he goes to the school because it's illegal now. But you know who is going to carry a gun? This motherfucker at Rob Elementary School. That's who's going to carry a gun. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim and I'm Dan and today we're going to be talking about something that's a little somber and I know we talked about this before when we had Josh McTarrion's widow on here when we had Holly on here but uh, this is not one where I want to joke around too much. It's true. Um, We're going to be talking about the shooting that just happened at Rob Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. 18 fourth graders that were murdered along with their teachers. And and, and there's
1: some kids I think that are still hanging on. The
0: number could rise. We don't know. There's still a lot of questions that are unanswered. Well, as well there should be, you know, and that's the problem everybody's rushing to, everybody wants to get there. Their two cents in. Mm -hmm. Uh, These politicians want to get their two cents in about what they think happened. Nobody knows what happened. Here's what we know. We know there was a fucking monster who went into this elementary school and barricaded himself in a room and systematically murdered every kid in there. That's what we know.
1: Until a border patrol agent entered the premises and put down the threat.
0: Yeah. And this border patrol agent was from their tactical unit. And I, I don't know much about it, but I was listening today. And in some circles, they're compared to like special warfare fighters, you know green berets, the seals. I mean, they're apparently they're there to do the real job. And yeah, and he ended the threat to this thing. And he didn't even wait for backup. He was like, I have to go in there. Yeah, but that's the training now. That's the training on these mass shootings is there is no waiting, you know. When this the when this stuff first started, we were taught that you're going to wait, right? You're going to pull into the parking lot, you're going to wait for for a team of four, you're going to diamond up and you're going to have one on rear, one on the front, well, actually three on the front, one on the rear, right? Okay. And you were just going to move slowly, systematically through the school, right? Just start clearing things, looking for the shooter, right? Now we're not there to provide first aid. You're not there to, to help escort kids out, but that's not what we're there for at that point, right? You're there to kill the threat. That's it, to stop the threat. And then then we'll start worrying about it. But, yeah. you know, when you get into these things, you don't know if there's one, if there's two, if there's five, you don't know how many shooters there are. And then once you hear shooting, now we're not worried about clearing rooms. We're not worried about going past open doors. We are just moving to the sound of that gunfire and you engage, but the thought on that has changed now. And now it's, look, you don't wait. Because when you're sitting out in the parking lot and you're waiting for three more guys to get there, every gunshot you hear is another kid being killed. And that's not and, what not what you need. Right. And you can't, you just can't. You can't sit there and listen to that. and Well, I'm waiting for my backup. Sorry. Yeah. Nah. So that guy did exactly what he was supposed to do. He gets there, he enters that school. And I don't know anything about it. I'm just talking off the cuff right now. But, you know, that guy gets there, he enters that school, finds a threat, and neutralizes the threat. Unfortunately, it was 19 souls later. And he took a round. Is that right? Yeah, I heard he took a round in the firefight, but he did
1: did put that kid down. And I say his kid because he's an 18-year-old. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he is. Well, he is a kid. He is a kid. And I don't want to talk too much about him now because there's so much going around about him. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen the pictures of him. Well, we're an opinion show, right? We are an opinion show. We're an opinion show. We're not a news show. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. Because I don't know. I don't know. And if it's unfactual, I don't want to be spreading that stuff around. I I get it. And we'll, Um, and we could touch on it later on. Now, Um, here's the thing. We are also live on Facebook right now. If you are following us on Facebook and you decide that you want to get involved with this, that you want to get involved with the show. uh, If you have our phone numbers, you can call us and we'll get you on here with your thoughts on it right now. If you want to get involved and you don't have our numbers, just message us, message the show. Uh, bless America messenger. Yep. And let us know, drop us a comment, says you message your number and we'll just give you a call and you can get in here and we can talk about it. I will tell you this that I am not going to tolerate any of this fucking Sandy hook conspiracy theory bullshit. I'm not going to tolerate anybody calling in here and discounting what happened at Rob elementary in no world. No world do I ever believe that these things are fake, that these kids at Sandy Hook weren't killed, that these kids at Rob Elementary weren't killed. There are grieving parents. There is a grieving community. There's a grieving state right now. The whole country is grieving for these kids. So don't think you're going to call here or that you're going to get on here with us. Look, man, you might be my best friend, but I'll tell you right now, I'm going to tell you to fuck off and we're going to hang up on you because I'm I'm not tolerating that bullshit. I'm just not. I'm not, that is just crazy. Look, I get conspiracy theory. I understand that coming here and saying this is some false flag and these are crisis actors. Bullshit. Ain't going to fly with me. It's not. So,
1: and I'm interested to see and hear people, you guys can even put it in the comments and and we'll read it for the show uh, where they're at on if they feel like these places are safe enough. So just to see if people think that these schools are safe enough, do we need more people there with better training? Do we need more resources there? I'll be interested to see if people have that thought, if that's what's needed. First of all, I know some people will sit back and say, you can't take these schools and make them
0: feel like a prison to these kids, but if you really want to protect them. All right. We're, yeah. And I am interested in what people think and we're going to get into that, but you know what's going to change after this? You know, what's going to change? Nothing. Nothing is going to change. The genie's out of the bottle. There's too many guns out right now. If you wanted to stop this, the time to stop it was in 1787 when they brought this Constitution out and we said, hey, look, you know what I see? I see in a few hundred years, there's going to be people walking into schools with muskets that shoot 800 musket balls a minute and they're going to be in there killing people. Nobody gets guns. Okay, we could have fixed it, but that's not what we did, right? This is the United States. I don't want to hear these arguments from these politicians about, ah, we're the only country in the world. Everybody else has mental health issues too, but we're the only country in the world where this happens. You know why? Because we have a Second Amendment. England doesn't have a Second Amendment. Australia doesn't have a Second Amendment. Switzerland doesn't have a Second Amendment. Russia and China certainly don't have a Second Amendment. It's true. So don't come here and talking about how, you know, oh, you know, there's something inherently wrong with this country. Yeah, we have a constitution. And we're going to get into these politicians, man. I...
1: Ooh. Because as soon as it happens, the first thing they do is go. It's an election year. Yeah, they're like, hey, it's, uh, it's time to get this assault weapons ban going. Yeah, hey, these it's Republicans, to, yeah.
0: you know what? You want to save your kids, vote for us in November. They immediately turned it into some political grandstand of bullshit. That Beto O'Rourke, we're going to talk about him too, that motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck him, dude. Grandstanding. Oh, you think I'm joking. Yeah, right? That son of a bitch. Hey, Chris, man, we read your comment on Facebook. If you want to call in, if you want to get on here and you want to talk about what you think, you know, your ideas, uh, that would be great. Certainly, you can call me and call Dan, either one of us. We'll get you on here. We'll just have you on the conversation for a little bit, not for the whole show. Don't get a big head. But, yeah, these politicians, man, I mean, the shit I am seeing coming out of them, they wasted no time. Look, I'll say it. These Democrats do not give a shit about these kids. They care about votes, and they care about their agenda. That's it. They yep. don't care about these kids. They can act like they do all they want. And I shouldn't say every Democrat, right? Uh, maybe these leftists, these progressives, the ones that you would expect it from. Beto O'Rourke, man, when I play this clip with him at Abbott's press conference today, he's a son of a bitch, man.
1: Oh, and even the mayor. Well, the mayor city. did call him a son of a bitch, did he? Didn't called he called him right out. He sounded like somebody you would think would be a mayor of a Texas city, man. He was like,
2: now, you son of a bitch. Yeah.
1: But you're right. I think what Bernie came out, Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah, great. You know, seven hours ago. Enough is enough. We must abolish the
0: filibuster first. Of course, of course, because that has something to do with, that has everything to do with. Abolish the
1: filibuster. Yeah, yeah, good. And then pass gun safety legislation now. No one in America needs an AR-15. Nobody. How many more children, mothers and fathers need to be murdered in cold blood before the Senate has the guts to ban assault weapons and take on the NRA? Assault weapons are already banned. <laughs> you already can't get an assault weapon. Well, they'll just change the definition of what assault weapon is, yeah, right? Because they'll right. be like, anything that looks like an AR-15, it's gone.
0: Any black gun, assault weapon. Right. Oh, you're semi-auto? Oh. You're semi-auto? Oh, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, you're allowed to have that big 30-round magazine, but we're going to send the Gestapo over there. And if you have more than two rounds in it... <laughs> more than two rounds. Nah, you're in trouble now, bro. And that's counting the one in the chamber. Man. So it's, it's tough because you see what they use it
1: as. It always comes back to them trying to grab a hold of, of, of this narrative and
0: say, we need to pass this and do that well, and restrict and, this. and You know what? And we got into this quick. I don't want to make this political. It pisses me off because the left is making it political. And we're going to have to talk about it. It's just, it's absolute garbage. But I do want to acknowledge the fact that there are 14 families out there. And I read one of these things today from a mother mm-hmm. who said that her daughter, God, I wish I remember her name. I'm sorry I don't. Her daughter today was recognized for honor roll and for being like student of the month or, you know, all this stuff. And she says, you know, when she went to school, we told her we loved her and we'll see her tonight. There's Mm -hmm. 14 families out there that sent their kids to school. They're fourth graders to school Mm -hmm. and thought they were going to see them tonight. Thought they were going to sit around the dinner table tonight with their kids. And they're not ever again. Right, Their kids' rooms, where their kid dropped their dirty shirt yesterday, that's it. That -hmm. shirt's never going to be worn again. Everything this kid could have been in life has been extinguished. You think your kids are going to outlive you. You think your kid's going to be here forever. You think they're going to come home every night. Your mindset should always be like that. Right, right. You think, you know what, I got to take my daughter to volleyball tonight. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you never get to take your daughter to volleyball again.
1: I call it life interrupted. Dude. I mean, I, I, you remember last episode when we were talking about that tree that's in that cemetery? Yeah. And then once I posted the picture of that tree that's in that cemetery, they said, "Hey, that's a that's a five year old girl, and the limbs are off of that tree on purpose because that was the life that didn't." Yeah, sprout. I saw.
0: I saw you posted that. Yeah. 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 This just it's disgusting, and I mean, I know if you're a parent that you put yourself in their shoes. I know you think about it when you send your kid off to school, and. You know, you just assume they're going to come home safe. Sure, and I—I I don't want to take away from this episode here. I don't want to take away from that at all, man. I feel for these parents. I feel. Uh, oh yeah, just horrible, horrible. So we got Chris Swank here. Uh, Chris called in. He's got some ideas about what he thinks. Chris, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, hey, man. Guys. Hey, what are you thinking, man?
3: Well, first off, I, I, I want to preface this with one thing about the whole politicizing of this. I, it amazes me that. POTUS was on TV the day of this incident and was immediately politicizing it. And I I don't know about you, but I think Beto O'Rourke just cemented and buried his political career, the stuff that he did uh, earlier. I was shocked that he thought that that was a good idea.
0: Yeah, we haven't played that yet. I've got that clip waiting to go. Are you going to talk about Beto or are you here to talk about something else?
3: No, I'm going to talk about the ideas of the schools. Okay, Um, So I actually, you know, we've been dealing with these school shootings for a while now, and i thought about this. Every time it seems to happen, you know, trying to think of some ideas that would better the safety of the schools. And one of them, you know, there's veterans out there who are trained to deal with with stuff similar to this. You know, and some of them don't even have jobs or they're homeless. But I think it would be a pretty good idea maybe to start hiring veterans um, who are, you know, combat trained. Obviously, you would want to vet them, background check, psych exam, all that stuff to make sure they're still in the right frame of mind. Sure. But you're killing two birds with one stone there. You're hiring veterans, creating jobs, and you're keeping your kids safe.
0: You know, I saw saw something on Facebook today where they had a vet. They had a vet on there. Uh, It was a lady who put a post up that said when she drops her daughter off at school, and it showed this guy, and he's a combat vet, and he was, uh, I, I don't know what his rifle was. It looked like an hog, but I don't know. But he had that. He had a sidearm. But you know what? There's something to be said for that, right? Because you're putting combat vets in there. You're not putting guys who play Call of Duty, you're putting guys in there that right. kick doors and you're putting guys in there that have gotten shot at before, that understand what it is to shoot somebody, that understand what it is to get shot at. These are guys that aren't going to back down. These are guys. That's important. It is important because everybody, well, you know, they, everybody's a fucking tough guy, right? To, everybody's to, got a plan. Everybody's got a plan to get punched in the mouth. So you put a guy in there that talks the game, who says, hey, look, I can do this job. The last thing you want is that guy running out of the building. when Somebody comes in and actually starts throwing lead. You put these combat vets in there. I mean, man, especially if they got a kid in that school, whoo boy! Yeah, you might not even make it in. No, for real.
3: Yeah, I think the other thing they, they do need to work on too is more probably threat evaluations. Like have people come in you know, and do a threat assessment on the school itself and you know, create one entry. I know some schools do that. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if Ridgeville has done that real lately, but you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Just, well, you know, have and, and it may it may cost some money, but I mean. We we
0: were talking about this, even if you have the one point of entry, right? One of my worries with our local school here is that if somebody wants to come in and wants to do harm, they want to come in here and, and create some kind of mass casualty. They want to kill as many kids as they can. They're not buzzing that door, right? They're not going to wait for the, for the secretary to let them in while they're loaded to bear. What they're going to do is blast a hole in that first glass door, get in, blast a hole in that second glass door, get in. They're not waiting for somebody to buzz those doors. I mean, if you're talking you know, think, about one point of entry, then it needs to be a solid steel door. This is your point you of entry point during the entry, day.
3: You know, you have somebody standing there, too. You had know, somebody, a guard there. So you have one point of entry, and you also have, you know, armed security there. And I'm not talking about having guys walking around with rifles on their backs. I mean, that, you know, that can be intimidating to some kids. You know, they can conceal carry, walk through the hall, have maybe rifles in a safe at the ready, you know, easy access them if they ever need them, God forbid. But you know you keep you know keep maybe. You know what there though, Chris? Absolutely. I don't know if
0: I care about it being intimidating, to be honest with you. I don't yeah. I, I don't know if I care about how it looks. I you know what? You, you don't bring a pistol to a rifle fight. <laughs> and most of these things are rifle fights.
1: Yeah. I don't yeah, I, get it. I don't know if I care about how it looks. But I tell you what, when I'm in a foreign country, and i'm and i'm going to the resort and i see the guys with, you, know, you know all decked out in the gear i feel kind of safer yeah right absolutely <laughs> and i'm not saying and that you, we need to condition these kids to feel safe by seeing that but they need to know that guys on my team look you, you look at
0: israel and they got soldiers walking around just out everywhere with with rifles and nobody thinks twice about it now i'm sorry it came to that but we're we're here yeah, you're right. It is intimidating. You know who I hope it's intimidating to? Is this 18-year-old motherfucker that thought he could walk into Rob Elementary School and murder a classroom full of kids. Yeah,
1: but if he knew Rob Elementary School was a one-point of entry and, and he he's from that town. And he knew. I, I guarantee you when those people
0: oh, saw right. him walk up, they knew who he was. And he knew that there was a combat vet in there that was going to answer him? He wasn't doing it.
3: No. Wasn't no, it? No, it wasn't. He's going to go down there to yeah, the Yeah, anything no. is a major deterrent, no doubt.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: One thing I'm not on board with, though, you know, people are saying, I've seen people on Facebook and social media saying, oh, we need to arm the teachers now. I did, That's one thing I do not support. Teachers got enough going on right now. Um, you know, classes and all that stuff. I mean, one, and then you add on to, they have a gun in the classroom. I, I'm not a huge supporter of having teachers carrying their guns in classroom.
1: I'm 50-50 on it. I mean, the, the classroom that he posted up in and did his bullshit, I mean, that, that teacher could have, Hold ready and, 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 now, yeah, if, that,
3: now if a teacher is a combat vet, you know, maybe I can, you know, accept you know, that. But you're looking at this, nope.
0: Dan. You're looking at this with hindsight, though. You're talking about having maybe every teacher, every other teacher, whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, introducing all those guns into this into this environment. I mean, yeah, you're looking back on it, right? Of course, at that teacher. I mean, if we gave that teacher an AR-15 and she had it in a rack right behind her desk, we wouldn't be here right now. If we gave that teacher four flashbangs and an AR-15, we probably wouldn't be here right now. Be a bunch of kids that couldn't hear, but they would all be alive. But to say that, to say this is, I mean, it's easy to look back and say, oh, she should have been armed. Right. But I think Chris's thing is, do you want to bring all these guns in? And especially knowing what the CCW permitting is like in Ohio, which is about to be none. But right. the training was nothing. I mean, do I want this teacher? Again, you're talking about somebody who needs to be okay with killing a human being. Yeah. And that that's a heavy ask. So now, do you want this teacher to pull out that gun, not be able to kill that human being, get killed herself, and now he's got, what, two guns? You know, three guns, whatever he, you know. Yeah.
3: I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, want, I want someone who's, you know, well trained, well experienced in handling those weapons. That's right. Now, if, you your, kids, if your kid's math teacher days. was
0: kicking in doors in Fallujah and he was doing the <laughs> job, okay. <laughs> yeah. and you know, that guy comes to school every day and he's still got sandy boots on. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm all right with that. But you know, right. to have to have sixty five year old Mrs. Wagner teaching, you know, algebra for the last thirty years, you know, do I want her pulling out a gun? Eh. I don't know. I mean maybe Miss Wagner's a good shot, but I'm mm, just saying. Man.
3: Yeah, a lot of teachers these days are rather liberal too, so they're probably definitely afraid of guns anyway.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus, Chris.
1: Okay, that's no, for no Chris. he's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's right, but but I mean no, let's, right, let's
3: stay on topic. Yeah, you know, one of the things uh, school resource officers well we're going to talk about now we're going to talk about
0: school resource officers you know what actually chris we're going to let you go since chris brought it up let's talk about it right now all right chris be good brother Thanks, guys. All right. But Chris wants to talk about school resource officers, right? School resource officers, um, everybody knows what an SRO is. A school resource officer is an armed police officer that's assigned to schools. Now, normally they're not assigned to elementary schools. Normally they are only assigned to middle schools and high schools because historically most of the school shootings happen in high schools and middle schools because they're students, right? Mm -hmm. Every now and then you got Sandy Hook, you got Rob Elementary. Every now and then you get these crazy guys Mm -hmm. that decide to walk into an elementary school, and maybe that's something. Maybe they know, look, this is as soft as it gets. No fourth grader in here are going to be able to shoot me back. Or take this away right? from me. Nobody, yeah, no fourth grader is going to take this away from me. I know there's no school resource officers here, but let's talk about the school resource officers. This is something that you want to talk about how to stop this. Start funding your school resource officers. All right. You don't hear about these in the media. You don't. They don't report on these because this does not help their agenda. This does not help their anti-gun agenda. I mean, when he reads these off, just think about back in the back of your mind, when was the first time I heard this? Because it's going to be today. 2018, school shooting in Ocala, Florida. One student was injured thanks to a school resource officer. This was at Forest High School in Ocala. One student, 17-year-old boy, was taken to a local hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries to his ankle. The suspect was taken into custody by a school resource officer who was there on scene. In 2018, again, Dixon High School in Illinois, school resource officer was able to shoot a gunman before anybody else was harmed. School shooting may have been narrowly avoided, thanks in part to the quick response of a school resource officer who shot a gunman before anyone was harmed. Authorities in Dixon, Illinois, said the officer, Mark Dallas, was on duty at Dixon High School near the gymnasium where students were gathered for a graduation rehearsal when he heard gunshots at 8.06 a.m. Did he run away? No. No, he did not. He immediately confronted the gunman, chased him out of the school, pursued him down a nearby street. A gunman, a student at the school identified as Matthew Milby, 19 years old, shot at the officer but missed. The police said Mr. Dallas returned fire and struck Mr. Milby, who was taken to a hospital for non life threatening injuries. Hero. Another would be shooter in Maryland stopped by a school resource officer. This one in 2018 also. Great Mills High School. Austin Rollins, 17 years old, shot at two other students who were injured. Gasco fired at Rollins, who almost simultaneously fired his handgun. Investigators are still trying to determine whether which bullet struck uh, which individuals. Rollins died at the hospital. Shooter, dead. Hmm. 2021, school resource officers oh, that's stopped. Yep, this one. 2021, a school resource officer stopped a shooting at Hinckley High School. In Aurora, Colorado, I think it is, Aurora PD says that he was already there first to respond. Three teenagers were injured in the attack. No fatalities. 2013 Arapahoe High School in Centennial, Colorado, Carl Pearson tried to commit a mass casualty event. Lasted 80 seconds. He was confronted by a school resource officer. He was able to kill one student. He intended to kill as many as possible. However, you had the officer here, the school resource officer at Arapahoe, stop that threat. Now, one of the uh, sub notes here is that in uh, 2022, this year, officers present in this school district to be not as frequent due to staffing issues which blows me away they could have been rob elementary they weren't because of their school resource officer i guess they think lightning doesn't strike twice but Uh,
1: i mean when they start saying we need to we need to pass bills to help with this problem like that would be the first one correct i mean uh, correct brian in the comments says 40 billion to protect ukraine can't pay full-time armed security at schools correct and i hate to bring it back to that because you can feel how you want to feel about the 40 billion to Ukraine and, and you can be on either side of it, whatever you want. But we did the math and it ended up being like every public school can get $400,000.
0: Look America first, we have problems here, right? Why are we sending this money over there? Yeah. Give it all to the schools and let them hire school resource officers. $400,000. Every school,
1: every school, our resource officer at the school that my kids go to doesn't make 400,000. Yeah.
0: Right. 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 So You're talking about what you want to do. Listen, any law you pass isn't going to work. It's not going to stop the criminals. Not one criminal is going to be affected by any law you pass. And these are the same talking points we say every single time a school shooting happens. Not one law you pass. You know who it's going to affect? It's going to affect Dan, who normally carries a gun but doesn't when he goes to the school because it's illegal now. But you know who is going to carry a gun? This fucking motherfucker at Rob Elementary yeah. School. Yeah, that's who's going to carry a gun, right? And then Dan's going to be sitting there hiding under the fucking bleachers, like God damn, I wish I had my gun. That's what happens. All it right. doesn't matter, you know what? And that's what I'm saying. These Democrats don't give a shit about these kids. These Democrats don't want you to have guns. They don't want you to have guns. So true. that's
1: it, and it, and it's terrible. It's terrible because, like we said, once they once they come for this one, they'll come for that one. You, you give them an inch, and you know you know what happens every time you give them an inch. They take the whole entire mile. So Diana, big fan of the show, said, uh, "Thank God that the uh, border patrol officer was there to take care of the situation
0: because if he wasn't." How much longer would it well, have gone on? Keep in mind, these are, you know, don't think he's getting any awards for this shit, right? This administration, this is the same administration has been shitting on Border Patrol since the horse-whipping incident, right? Remember when he whipped the immigrant? Turns out he wasn't. It was the range of the horse. Did you ever see an apology? Nope. I know Border Patrol guys, guys that are afraid to come on right now because they need these pensions. Yeah. But I can tell you right now, this administration is not going to recognize this guy for anything. This guy's a fucking hero. And Dave agrees
1: with you. He says the criminals do not follow the law.
0: Hell yes. And that's always the case. mm -hmm. That's always the case. When you put a sticker on your fucking business door that says no guns allowed, you know who doesn't carry a gun in there? Me and Dan. You know who does? The guy that wants to rob you. He doesn't give a fuck about your sticker. Do you know who you need to have a gun in that place? Me, me and, and Jan, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let me tell you something. If I'm off duty and I'm eating at Gourmet Family Restaurant here in North Ridgeville, it, shout out to Gourmet. Listen, if you guys aren't going there, I'm telling you right now, it's best breakfast in the city. Anyway, if a guy comes in <laughs> there to rob Gourmet when I'm in there, I tell you what, that boy better be in some combat because he's got... It's going down. Yeah, it's going down, bro. I hear that. I hear that. So but, it's a damn shame Uh,
1: like I said, anybody else that wants to call in and chat about it, we have a little bit longer to go before we're going to cut this live off and, uh, finish this episode. We're not going to give you the whole episode on, on Facebook live, but we got to talk about it. We have to have this conversation. Well, let's talk about this
0: motherfucker Beto while we're here, right? Beta? Beto. Yeah. Beto. He's not even, he's not even Hispanic. You know Uh, that? What was his real name? I forget. It's... Richard Uh, Robert, Robert. Is it Robert? I don't know. What is it? it Maybe it's Robert. It might be. He's a fucking douchebag. This is an opinion show, by the way. (laughs) My opinion is that he's a fucking douchebag. Yep. Robert Francis O'Rourke. Yeah. All of a sudden he's Beto. (laughs) He's he's Irish. (laughs) Dave says he carries all the time and driving a semi across the country. You know what, Dave? You know, if we're being honest. Well, you can get pinched if you're messing around and driving through Chicago. No, you can't. Well, no. Lori Lightfoot says that everybody should take up arms now. That was different. (laughs) Okay. That was different. And for people
1: that don't know, you have to go back a few episodes to to catch what what Um, that really meant. But he was right. She was like, uh, we need to take up arms.
0: I want to talk about Kathy here. Kathy says, oh, my God, old granddad. My parents drank that. So, Kathy, (laughs) the reason we have old granddad here is we finish every show. Uh, Josh McTarian was a police officer here in Twinsburg, Ohio. He was gunned down, executed. And his favorite drink, we had Holly, his wife, on here, and she talked about him. And his favorite bourbon, his favorite whiskey, was Old Granddad. So we bought. And you, and you were like, "What?" Yeah, I, I was like, this, was? "What?" What? Oh, I lost respect for Josh. <laughs> but his his favorite bourbon or whiskey was Old Granddad. So we got a badge sticker for Josh. We have it on there, and we we take a little bit of it after every show now. So yeah, that's that's where the Old Granddad came from. All right, so let's talk about beta, this motherfucker. So today, Governor Abbott was governor of Texas, is given a press conference, right?
1: With, with the mayor of that town in Texas. Right.
0: Exactly. With the mayor of that town in Texas. And this is a press conference to bring you information about what's happening. This isn't a political event. This isn't a grandstanding event. This isn't the 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 mayor coming out and, you know, oh, well, uh, you know, hey, trying to get reelected. This is a press conference. That's all
1: it is. And what pissed me off, Patrick sent me the video originally today. Yeah, or he sent earlier. it to me, too. Yeah, and... Uh, And there was more cameras around Beto as he's like walking up and like pointing and doing this thing. than there was pointed at this whole entire thing. So that tells you right there, everything you need to know, but go ahead and play that bullshit.
0: Yeah, here he is. All right, so what that was, was Abbott had taken a break. Beto comes up and actually walks up right in front of him and confronts him and tells him that, ah, the time to do this would have been after Santa Fe. You're doing nothing. You're And all Beto is doing here is grandstanding. That is it. It turns out he's running for governor. He's trying to run against Abbott here in 2022, coming up in November, and he's grandstanding. Beto doesn't give a shit about these kids. He wants his name out there. He wants his video clip out there. He wants to be interviewed. On MSNBC and on CNN, that's all Beto wants. He doesn't want anything else. And if you think Beto O'Rourke cares about these kids, you are absolutely bamboozled. You you don't understand. And
1: Chris says his political career should be over after that stunt. But you know, it's not.
0: Well, it's everything they want. You know what? I don't know, man. I think Beto's career is over, and I think he knows that. I don't think Beto ever ascends into any office, but he's always going to be a thorn in the side. He's always going to think he has that chance. You know what? A bunch of kids got killed. I'm going to get up there, I'm going to get my name out there. I'm going to stay relevant. He could have went to those two
1: politicians and said, "Let me sit side by side with you to let us know we stand united." In, hey, in finding it. you
0: know what? They would have probably invited him on stage. Hey, Governor Abbott, let me tell you something. I know I'm running against you. Let's sit down and let's figure this out. Let's make Texas safer. Let's stand united. God damn, I would have been like Beto. All right, nope, it's not what he does. No, he's a son of a bitch, man. This guy, ugh, don't get me started. Dave says Beto needs bitch smacked. Um, well. That, that no, that, that's aggressive. No, it's not. That's fair. That's fair. And actually, Dave, if uh, you send me your Venmo, I'll send you the money so you can get to Texas to do it. I'll send you Dan. will send you bond money. I mean, he's already driving that way, right? Dan's got. Yeah, you're already. Listen, if you're going to Texas, just take us with you. We'll do it. Yeah. Like well, like every show. Hey, we'll go live from there. <laughs> We're never going live from anywhere but this office. Uh. No way. <laughs> I was oh, looking up
1: sure. uh that Ridgeville Corners that 10 Pin place again. I was like, we're definitely doing a show from there.
0: Oh, down there bar, or Indiana yeah. or yeah. No,
1: it's in Ohio. It's like Oh, I thought like, it was in Indiana. No, it's like North of Defiance. It's like it's like out that way.
2: Okay. So, All right.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, hit that Lady Up again. Get, get on her good we're side. do it. We're going get 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 to chicken gizzards live. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, You know what? We I went to uh Brazza, downtown Cleveland. I've been to Brasa. Oh, boy. They they closed awesome. So it's like Texas day Brazil. It's one of those Brazilian steakhouses for the, those of you that don't know. And the first time I went was with my dad and my dad's like, Hey, got to have the chicken hearts. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah. If you ask them, they'll bring you out a skewer of chicken hearts, a whole skewer. Yeah. He says, you have not, you, you've not had the whole experience of you eat the chicken hearts. Right. Well, so he tells them sure as shit. They come out with a skewer full of chicken hearts. Hmm. So I take one off and I'm like, well, dad said, I got to eat chicken heart. I got to eat chicken heart. Now this same guy, the back when I was a kid, like 12 years old, I'd go out with him with FBI. Uh, He was in the FBI and I'd go out with him on qualification and firearms and stuff out of camp Perry. And these crazy sons of bitches, like before you left there, you had to catch them off, put them on your tongue. But so his wings were down. You could still see him moving and you had to swallow him. That's what they did. They're, They're just nuts. So then he's like chicken hearts. Well, and he got me to do it. So now chicken hearts. I'm like, oh, this is a horrible idea. I put that chicken heart in my mouth. Bro, listen, it is like you were chewing on a piece of rubber. It would not get smaller. I'm chewing <laughs> on it, and Beating it's just it there. Just, uh, Dude, it tastes like metal. I'm like. Wow. Okay. I swallowed it. I swallowed a whole chicken heart whole. Did you ever have the chicken hearts? That's where I was going. Was no. You? Oh,
1: damn. Please no. Me. I probably bred it and deep fried That way it just crunched up. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, Dave said he is heading to McKellen, Texas to load in the morning, so maybe he can go down there and do a little bit a little bit of backhanding. All right, Dave. All right. He might be able to uh, will Smith somebody and <laughs> and Chambalam said he's got a spot where he can sleep for
0: free free ninety nine All right. our free ninety nine. And then John says there is no interest in uniting our country. not from this not from this administration. there's not. He's the great uniter, right? Come on. All right, so moving on here, let's get to Cory Booker. So this is Spartacus. Spartacus. (laughs) So, well, you know what? Booker or Biden first? I'm so sick of hearing either of them, but come on, man. Go with Hooker first. All right, so Cory Booker. Actually, I'm just going to play it. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to preface it. Let's just play it and then we will.
1: Okay, real quick. uh, Chambalam says, uh, I've seen ideas where schools train some teachers and allow them to have weapons, but it's not advertised, which teacher. So in case there is a shooter, there is X amount of teachers ready to respond immediately. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate
0: it either. As long as those teachers know what it takes to kill a human being. That's my thing, man. I mean, you can't, you can't get out there, confront somebody, freeze up get shot, and then give up a gun. You just can't. I mean, you got to go in there to win it, right? You have to be in the mindset that, look, I'm going to kill this guy. How how do you gauge that? Well, you put them on polygraph and ask them if they could take a life. I guess you don't, right? But I guess it's real life experience. I mean, you you take retired law enforcement officers who have been trained to take a life. You take retired military or military that have come back from combat zones who have been in the shit that are like, look, it ain't nothing to me. Right. Those are the guys I want. I want those broken motherfuckers and they're protecting my kids. I do. I want those guys that are like, I hope today's the day, you know, cause they're the ones that are going to confront that guy right in the crosswalk, walking into the front door. That guy never gets in the door. You know, this guy was kicking in doors in pollution. He is waiting. Yeah. That's what I want. I want a guy who's yeah. hungry. Put me in coach. Yeah. Put me in. I don't want, like I said, I don't want 76 year old Mrs. Wagner. Who's about to retire. Carrying a 22 that's going to be, you know, the savior for my kid. Oh, fuck. Anyway, Cory Booker, let's just play his clip and we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah.
3: Senator Cory Booker took to social media yesterday, said we are suffering from a pandemic of indifference.
0: Pandemic.
3: Senator Booker joining us this morning from Capitol Hill to talk about what steps our senators, Congress are taking in the wake of this latest tragedy. Senator Booker, thank you for being here on such a tough morning for this country. And Senator, you have been very passionate on this issue over the years, right? It's been a decade since the Sandy Hook shootings, which claimed the lives of 20 elementary school children, six educators. We said it was going to change then. And here we are today with an unthinkable tragedy once again. What can be done?
4: we know what can be done. We know very factually that there are evidence-based steps we could take that will reduce the levels of gun violence in America, but we don't take those steps. Even when a majority of Americans support something as obvious as having a comprehensive background check system, 85% of Americans, even the majority of gun owners support that. And so the question is, is how long will we endure this kind of agony? this kind of aberration where the number one cause of death for children in America is gun violence.
0: All right. Hold on. (laughs) You're telling me the number one cause of death. You know what? This is typical Democrat bullshit. You're telling me that the number one cause of death for children in this country is gun violence. Is that right? The number one cause of death. It's not cancer. What are the numbers, Dan? Wow. What age range did they, did they give? Well, he's saying Children. Well, I mean, that's... So listen, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Cory Booker is not taking into account how many 16 to 17-year-olds in Chicago, in Detroit, in uh, Los Angeles, you know, he's not in New York. How many 16 to 17-year-olds are killing each other out there? Mm -hmm. Probably a lot. Mm -hmm. How many fourth graders are dying from gun violence? Give me a fucking break. You're acting like gun violence is what's killing these kids. These kids are killing these kids. Black-on-black crime is killing these kids. These 17-year-olds that want to be gangbangers are killing these kids. They're probably factoring in suicides, too. Probably. But you know what? He's covering them all. He's saying, hey, all the kids. Do you have the numbers still? Because we talked about it.
1: Uh, I looked it up for the CDC numbers, and it's like, I think it ranked third.
0: Not even when you're talking it about fourth third. grade. Yeah, it was, fourth lower, grade, than it was that. lower
1: than that. But you had to get up into teenagers before you even saw it ranked as third because it was like accidental death, incidental, accidental death, then cancer.
0: So then don't sit here and tell me, Cory Booker. Well, who's going to fact check him? Nobody. But you know what? Even if they do, he's he gets off scot-free. He doesn't even have to answer to the fact that he's fucking full of shit. You're sitting here talking about a bunch of fourth graders got murdered. and You're saying that that is the leading cause of death. Fuck you. Mm. You're absolutely wrong. This is nothing but political grandstanding. This is nothing but tugging on heartstrings, hoping people don't do their homework and hoping those people are like, well, it's finally time to infringe on the Second Amendment. God yeah. damn, Cory Booker. We got to hear more. Here he is. How long will we take it?
4: normalize it until we demand change and hold politicians accountable for making
0: the change that we know we need to make in this country because i'll tell you cory booker you've been there for 10 years you've been in new jersey for 10 years biden's been in there since i've been alive almost almost 73 biden has been in politics since 1973 you're right we do have to hold politicians accountable we do Mm -hmm. but you know what they don't want to fix the problem they just want to use it. That's all they want to do. Yeah, it's a mental health issue in this country. Ugh. You want to really throw money at something? Throw money at school resource officers. Don't put, pass put more balloon, laws. That's
1: going to alleviate the problem. Then.
0: Well, sure. Now, yeah. then they're going to be like, "Well, now what do we do? Fuck, <laughs> okay, shit, oh, Corey, we're going to push
4: a vote onto the floor. That's going to be moderate, comprehensive background checks and other measures.
0: <laughs> yeah, here's my fucking. Mm. This motherfucker. If you don't know what the other measures are he's talking about, he says background, right? Because who doesn't want background checks? It's going to be moderate background checks and other measures. You know what the other measures are? Let me tell you what the other measures are. It's probably not going to be good. Nope. Here, (laughs) Here is what the other measures are. So we've got a bill that Cory Booker... Bob Menendez, Democrat from New Jersey, and Richard Blumenthal, Democrat from Connecticut, have brought to the floor, right? So they have just introduced this, and here's what they want. They want the Department of Justice to issue a license to you before you're allowed to purchase or obtain a legal firearm. You have to get licensed from the government, before you are allowed to exercise your Second Amendment right. That is the among Hmm. other things he's talking about. Oh, okay. He didn't lead with that, though. Oh, no. Oh, no. He doesn't want anybody to know about that. He didn't lead with that. So, according to the bill text, the Federal Firearm Licensing Act, that's what it's called, Federal Firearm Licensing Act, will require residents to complete a written firearm safety test and a hands on testing, which includes firing testing to get the license to acquire a firearm. Okay, okay. I don't have a problem with that. You know me, I'm all about training. I don't want somebody's first time to pull the trigger to be like in Walmart when some guy's in there trying to rob the cashier. I don't want that to yeah, be his first time. While your kids are shopping. The license will also require, it's the also that gets you, it's the also that gets you, it will also require those wanting to buy a gun to submit to a criminal background check, fair, fingerprints, and proof of identity. I'm mm-hmm. not giving the government my fingerprints to exert my constitutional rights.
1: I'm not not even it. if we trade that same idea for being able to vote. Okay.
0: Okay. You know what? Make everybody have to submit their fingerprints to be able to vote, and we and confirm ID. their
1: identity. Yep.
0: No. But, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. And then we'll trade off.
1: Maybe. You get that, are they ready for that trade off, or is that that's probably going to be racist?
0: Okay. So when you hear him talk, and he says, "Ah, it's background checks and other things," it's the other <laughs> things that get you. It's the other things that get you. Right. Nobody is against right. background checks. <clears throat> Nobody I know. Dan has almost more guns than anybody I know. Do you have a problem with background checks? No. Nope. Nobody does. We don't want crazy people to have guns. The problem is Rob Elementary, and I'll never use this fucking scumbag's name, Rob Elementary, the kid that brought that gun into school, got them legally. That background check did nothing. Nothing.
1: Nope. And you can red flag laws all you want, but the red flag law didn't catch the the scumbag that shot up the subway. It didn't didn't catch the guy that... Shot up all these guys that were, everyone was like, oh, you were on the FBI's list in 2019, but they took them off. Like the, the red flag laws are bullshit too.
0: All right. So Katie says she's late to the game. Forgive me if this was already discussed. The Trump rally in Texas had banned all weapons except for the Secret Service, of course. Isn't that against everything y'all are standing for? Oh, she's saying that they banned all weapons into the venue.
1: Yeah. Listen, I mean, what did they expect to be like? Oh, you got a pistol. You're good. Okay. Come on. Yeah, in. No, no.
0: And That's th- not you know, how it works. You know what? I don't have a problem with that. Right. I don't have a problem with certain venues, banning weapons. Not at all. What I have a problem with is when you're going to get my way of defending my personal safety, my family safety, whatever. You know what? If, if a business says, Hey, look, no guns allowed in here. I can choose not to go into that business. Now you're on your own, right? I could have been there to stop this. Now you're on your own. Listen, I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's Schumer. I don't expect anybody with guns to be able to go in there because there's a whole lot of pissed off right wing fucking motherfuckers that would kill Chuck Schumer if they had the chance mm. to let people with guns come in there to Chuck Schumer's events would be insane. Right. I don't have a problem with that at all. Right. It, but they get to sit there and go, oh, well, if you're not going to let them in here. Then, uh, it's well, like, I'll tell up, you what up, I'll tell you what pisses me off is that Biden protected with guns. Harris protected with guns congressmen protected with guns hunter biden protected with guns right everybody's protected with guns but they're not willing to protect our kids with guns let the federal government pay for sros they want to put all this money into well now we're oh fuck i mean we're printing it anyway let's do it you know what My, my my problem is obviously with the states the state should be controlling education the federal government is controlling education right now. And while they're controlling education, until we can stop them from controlling education, put it in the budget, put it in the budget and pay for SROs in every school because that, and we just read it. That is what stops these shootings. SROs armed people in the schools. Yeah. Stop these shootings.
1: And not only do they stop them physically, that will stop them, uh, you know, uh, up front when people understand, I can't walk in there
0: because I'm probably going to get shot. Right. Right. I don't have a problem at all, though, Katie, to your point. I don't have a problem at all with banning guns at an event where people want to kill somebody. There are a whole lot of people want to kill Donald Trump. A whole lot of people want to kill Nancy Pelosi. I don't want guns anywhere around them. Look, as much as I don't like Nancy Pelosi, having the Speaker of the House killed is not good for this country. Right? Yeah. Having the President killed is not good for this country. I don't want to see anybody get killed. Absolutely not. No. No. Wait, what else did Corey have to say? And and, and I don't mean to be like I'm
4: surrendering to cynicism, but I know the score. Right now, there is no sign that 10 Republicans in the Senate will support any such legislation.
0: There were so much. Because it's unconstitutional. That's why you're not going to get 10 Republicans to support this legislation. It is unconstitutional. Oh, that old rag? Yeah, that old rag. That old scrap of paper, right? I get it. I trust me, man. That pesky constitution gets in the way every time. Trust me. I get it. I get we have to do something. But violating the Constitution is not the answer. And me and Dan are not the guys you got to worry about. It's these crazy motherfuckers like this guy that walked in to rob. Those are the guys you got to worry about. You don't have to worry about us. Tighten up on your background checks. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I guess apparently this kid passed a background check. Now, I've always thought it was crazy that 18-year-old can just walk down the street with an AR-15. But, I mean, Constitution's Constitution is what the Constitution is, I guess.
1: Yeah. And we don't even have all the facts really. Like, do, I mean, do we really have the facts that that was going to use? I know it was the gun that he had put on social media the day before, but do we know know that's what he used? And then if it ends up being that it's not what he used, they're still going to say the same thing.
0: Well, and you know what? They don't care about mental health. They don't. Their agenda is strictly about gun control. They don't care about anything else. You got Senator Murphy, Chris Murphy, Democrat from Connecticut. So Kyle Griffin tweets out today. He spoke to reporters as he walked off the Senate floor saying, spare me the bullshit about mental illness. We don't have any more mental illness in this country than any other country in the world. Spare me the bullshit on this mental. Ill-. So that right there is telling you all you need to know. Mm-hmm. It's all about gun control with them. They don't want to fix the problem. They love this. Going into the election, are you kidding me? This is going to be all you hear. Roe v. Wade Rob elementary. It's Mark funny how it works. works out for them every time,
1: right around the time they need it. Mark my words, man. All right. We'll try Kathy one more time.
0: Hello. Oh, that sounds better.
1: We're back Kathy. So what you said here was that Biden signed an executive order today, limiting police authority. And I didn't catch that on the news today. So can you fill okay. us in?
5: Sure. Of course, today is the anniversary of George Floyd's murder. So, you know, never to never to miss an opportunity. But he signed an executive order today that requires these are federal agencies right now. It doesn't apply to state and local. But, you know, what's coming next? Federal agencies have to create a national standard for accrediting police departments, and they have to establish a database to track police misconduct, and they also are not able to transfer military equipment to police departments. They have to ban chokeholds and restrict no-knock warrants. I did see this. Um,
0: okay. I did see this. Mm-hmm. And Kathy, he is announcing all of this on the anniversary of what?
3: George Floyd's oh, death. Yep. yep.
0: That is exactly it. It's just more grandstanding. Now, all this mm-hmm. that, that she's talking about is federal. So right, it's nothing that's going to affect localities and it's only an executive order. But again, it's lending to, you know, the great unifier here it's lending <laughs> right. to their agenda against the police. Exactly. Joe Biden is not pro police. The Democrat party is not pro police. But when they found out how bad it
1: was, a look for them trying to defund it, they did back off it a little bit for sure.
5: Well, I mean, the point is, I mean, if he runs the White House and he has a majority House and a majority Senate, he knew darn well he couldn't push it through with legislation because even there are Democrats that think this is a crazy idea. But they're so quiet about the whole thing. They let these crazy far left Democrats run the show. It's beyond ridiculous.
0: If we could get back to the moderate Democrat Party, the Tulsi Gabbards of the world, right we would be so much better off but you're right they're allowing the progressive left to control the party now nancy pelosi is holding on by her fingernails right now (laughs) she is she's holding on by her fingernails just trying to keep this party together while the aocs and the talibs which where have they been i haven't been seeing much from them
5: well they don't have to say anything because biden is doing it all for them
0: it's a damn They've shame.
5: got the ear of whoever well, it ain't
0: it is in the White House. <laughs> it ain't Biden. I can it's, tell you that. It's, it's Ron. Clean, no, I know cheapest that. Biden, saying, is, Biden is Biden sure is certainly more. He, he it. is more oatmeal every day. His brain is just. <laughs> oh yeah, mush.
5: Yeah, but whoever it is at the White House that's running, running the office, they have his ear or her
1: ear. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's true. It's true. Okay, so.
5: Uh, And I don't know that somebody called Tulsi Gabbard a treasonous person the other day. I can't remember who it was, but somebody had uh accused her of committing treason.
1: Yeah. I mean, they call her a Russian asset, too. They don't have any proof of that. (laughs) I know.
0: All right. But
5: this whole George Floyd thing, I mean, why don't they just beat a dead horse to death over and over and over again? Well, they are. Continually. I know. It's ridiculous. It's an election year. And it's shameful. All right, right, Kathy, we We
0: got another guy on the phone here. Kathy, we love you. We'll see you later. All right, take care. Patrick, you there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Come on now. So So listen, Patrick left a comment here, and he said other countries have many mental health solutions that are lobbied against by big pharma here in the USA. So we have mental health problems here, Mm -hmm. right? Clearly, if you're going to walk into school and start shooting kids, not to mention what we're seeing with this shooter's lifestyle lends to, there's probably some mental health issues there, but they're saying there's
2: there's a plethora of issues. And, you know, this is just another great example of the division here in this country. And, you know, you can, you can tackle this from any aspects. So why don't we start with my comment first? You know, everybody goes, well, other countries aren't having these issues. Okay. Well, let's, let's take Mexico, for instance, we all know there's guns in Mexico, right? You've got cartels, but why isn't there mass shootings? Well, Mexico has all kinds of treatments for mental health issues. In fact, most of our Navy SEALs, when they retire, go to Mexico to get treatment because it's not offered in the United States. So everything from microdosing to psilocybin to, you know, actual medical doctor practices with a hundred percent success rate over 32 years, something to be said there. Prozac, don't fix that. It treats so, your symptoms.
0: So why isn't it offered here? Money? Well, there you go. boils down the almighty
2: dollar. We, we still deal mm. in a country where money means more than values. And now let's move on to that. So family values. Did you guys see the interview with the grandfather? Uh, I did not. I didn't. So the grandfather was interviewed. The grandfather of, ADC, shooter? of the shooter. He didn't even know the kid's birthday. <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I mean, I saw, birthright. I saw articles where they said he lived with his grandma and, but nobody really knows anything about his parents.
0: He got in a big fight with his mother, moved down with the grandparents. The you grandfather know what I, didn't even
2: know his birthday.
1: You know what they I know about grandma?
0: You know what I know? Grandma's currently in the well, hospital with non-life threatening injuries after being shot by him. That's what I know.
2: Yep. So now you can sit there and go, well, where's the family values? You, you could start there. Because we've diminished family values in this country, how many families in this country still today sit and have supper together?
0: No, yeah, for sure. Mine does. Well, you do. That's wonderful. <laughs> no, he Dan does. Yeah, he is definitely out of all yeah. my friends. He's I don't <laughs> today was stuffed salmon. Yep. And, okay. Uh, don't get
1: Patrick uh, off uh, loaded baked you, potato
0: listen, corn. You got to let Patrick go <laughs> while Patrick's hot.
2: Love you, babe. So next time you go to the restaurant and you see a family, look look at the family. They're on their phones. They're not talking. It's not, hey, Johnny, how was your day at school? Who's your friends at school? Most parents don't even know who their kid's best friends are.
4: Yeah. That's yeah. a reality.
1: And, and I tell you what, you when, know, we, when, when our kids uh, meet new kids and they want to go hang out over their house, the wife and I go to their, their house and walk in and shake hands and go, hey, we're, we're here to, to check it out. I'm not just sending my kid in here blind. Right.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Still do it. And that's that's how it always was, right? Yeah. When, you, when we were all kids we didn't have cell phones you you're were, you were lucky if the school had pay phones in the auditorium right so <laughs> if, if mom and dad mom or dad dropped you off at school if you're fortunate enough to you know live with your mom and dad, they dropped you off at school. you had to know what time to be home, what time they were getting off work, what time supper was. you couldn't text at your convenience and say, oh I'm running 10 minutes late. don't stress. We, yeah. we have this instant gratification when it comes to communication and then we've now taken it for granted where interpersonal relationships are lacking. The art of communication is gone. You know, So if we were getting on the bus to go to school or you walked to school, how many intimate conversations did you have with your friends before, let's say first period? Maybe one, maybe somebody sat with on the bus. These kids pick up their phone and within 30 seconds, they know what 270 some plus people had for dinner last night, what their date was, what their family was doing.
0: It's it's information overload. Well, and the Buffalo and shooter, this, this the Buffalo shooter, was immediately accessible to every kid who had mental illness who was thinking, "Man, I should do the same thing," and watch this in their eyes, hero walk into that grocery store and start murdering people immediately, and they well, can surround themselves with like people.
2: And the, in, in, in the the profilers that you see on on these media channels is just outrageous, you know, and they're sitting there going, we have a white conservative problem. We have a, this problem or that problem, but nobody wants to talk about, we just had a Taiwanese man just shoot up a Taiwanese Christian church.
0: Right. Because
2: that doesn't fit the media narrative. I'm going to be interested
0: to see how much they report on this shooter. If what I'm seeing is accurate. Um, I agree. I am. I'll I'll tell you what I'm seeing and I'm not going to comment on it. But what I'm seeing is that he was a transgender, eighteen year old male who's trans uh, transitioning to female or had transitioned to female. That's what I'm seeing. So they, I'm said they be, made fun of him because he had a lisp. Yep, I'm going to be interested to see how much they talk about that, right? Well, and I, I would also
2: has already said that's fake news.
0: Well, I don't know.
2: So there you go. There's, there's your, your, your misinformation it? campaign. PolitiFact.
0: Oh, of course they did. <laughs> of course they did.
2: But even though it's there, Okay. So let's get back there. You said to what you're seeing. Well, you're not the only one that's seen it. other people seen it before it was posted, but we're now under that culture of see something, say nothing. Yeah. And, and, and just like where we are today and why we are divided the way we are is because people don't want to say anything. And now if you say anything, you're the bad guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but come a long way from when my dad used to tell me, don't let the sun set on your ass, boy. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) That means if the the sun sets and the streetlights are on and I'm not home, (laughs) I get my ass whooped. Yeah. Don't let the sun set on your ass. It's time to
2: stop the hopes and prayers. Like everybody does say, I'm going to agree with them that time. It's time for parents to go home and talk to your kids. It's time to ask, is there somebody at school that gets picked on a lot because we always ask our kids, nobody's picking on you in school, right? But we don't ask them, are any of your friends getting picked on a lot? Are any people you're not friends getting picked on a lot? We're not taking that initiative. So shame on us.
0: As far as the media goes, Brad Chamberlain says the Ann Coulter rule, the longer it takes to report the shooter, the less likely it is that it was a straight white male. Let <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. So, uh, you know, so, so what's the answer here, Patrick, right? We have... We have mental health issues here. We know that mental health is a driving force in these mass shootings. How do we fix it? It's time it? to
2: take real responsibility. It's time to take responsibility. If if you're, you know, my, my son is medicated. I have a son that's on medication for ADHD and uh, Asperger's, which is on the spectrum for autism. I stay very involved with his life. We talk every other day about friends, relationships, what other kids are doing and we stay involved Mm -hmm. it's it's not linear anymore we have more technology you have to ask more questions because their interaction isn't just necessarily them and their friends they can see what other people are doing without talking to them so why are we not getting involved but you're getting a big response of well what do we do about the guns well let's go back to that painful painful conversation again Let's go ahead and ban all the ARs, right? You want to ban all, all semi-automatic rifles. I'm not going to say ARs because that's a brand. we well, you're going to ban semi-automatic rifles. Okay, great. So now who has them? Criminals. Sure. So that's how does that work in Chicago?
0: Right. That's always the thing, right? I mean, and that's what right. we say. And everybody knows the talking points. I mean, that's always what we say. The gun laws only affect the law abiding. They don't affect the criminals. Correct.
2: So now let's get back to your point since you're a constitutionalist. He said it's the constitutional right to bear arms. Okay. What does the constitution dictate whether you're an adult? It's a good question. It doesn't So you have to be twenty one to buy cigarettes now, but eighteen to buy a long rifle.
0: Right, right. But the but does the that argument make a damn bit of sense. But the argument to that is you gotta be eighteen also. Where can you be eighteen years old and possess a fully automatic weapon?
2: Well, I don't think you can possess full auto at 18. Well, he's, yeah. he's, saying, he's yeah. saying he's, he's saying the, mil-
0: the military. You can be 18 years old possess oh, fully military. automatic weapon, right? But you don't own but it. You cannot possess it in a public setting. Okay, but what I'm saying you can't is, take that off base. The government trusts you at 18 years old to be in possession of, of the, a fully of the automatic weapon, rather a 50 cal. <laughs> but as soon as you get out of the military, now, nah. Listen, brah. Okay, but it still happened in the military. Look at Fort Hood. Oh, no, sure. Well, yeah, but Fort Hood, that wasn't, that wasn't some 18-year-old kid. Sure. There exactly. Was a, there so, was a little bit of so a... But what,
2: what, what, what everybody's up in arms about are school shootings. Yeah. How many school shootings were conducted by a person under the age of 25?
0: You know He brings up a good point. The Constitution doesn't decide who's an adult. I have no objection. Like,
2: you can join the military at 18, actually 17... But you don't have the right to drink you don't have the legal right to buy
0: alcohol that's or tobacco true. that's not true you can go <laughs> to korea you could go <laughs> to korea
2: at no, eighteen no, no. and there with, were with there some were of the new laws now at the bases it doesn't listen, matter so it's, well i don't
0: know about the new laws i know when i was in korea there were pot machines that were full of budweiser so yeah back when they were old. watching
1: black and white tv though uh, yeah jesus <laughs> was a carpenter back then <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> <laughs> all right, Patrick. Thanks but, for I mean, calling. Let's let's know, uh,
2: the, the, yeah, the school shooters. How many are under twenty-five? Oh, wait,
1: Brad did say that the first Fort Hood shooter was a freaking psychiatrist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There <laughs> you
1: go. So it's it's a tough situation to be in because it you know every time I see a, a shooter like this as a gun owner as someone that believes in gun rights all the way. It, it hurts my soul that it, I know that
0: there has to be another long road to go down yeah. of trying to protect it. We're getting off this, though. His initial comment was about how fucked up mental health is in this country. And yeah. I think that's what we have to address. The fact that big pharma controls the treatments for mental health. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about how we're going to fix this. Mm-hmm. Look at what
2: hyperbaric oxygen therapy is doing right now.
0: <laughs>
1: That's when you sleep in a hyperbaric chamber and you have more oxygen right. than normal. Then when you wake up, you feel like a million bucks.
2: Israeli special forces have been using them for years. It restores organ tissue, brain damage, head injuries, TBIs, and mental health.
0: Let me guess: big pharma's like nah, bro. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> nah. nah. You know today. what? That ain't gonna help. You know what's gonna help? This pill. <laughs> yeah, this pill. This. And, then, and then
1: they're like side effects are nausea, diarrhea, <laughs> exactly. suicidal thoughts. Side <laughs> effects are
2: death, <laughs> miscarriage. What the, yeah, what was the restless leg syndrome medication? Said side effects were intense sexual urges, increased gambling. Uh, I, I thought it was like the new roofie. Are you kidding me? I want to take that. I want to take, yeah, yeah. take that pill.
1: No, I don't want to gamble
2: any of my yeah, money you look away. It up on YouTube, it's, it's uh, <laughs> medication for restless leg syndrome. All right, we got to wrap this up. Shit. All right, Patrick. Well, Fair hey, tale. we appreciate the yeah, call,
1: brother, We'll we do. reach out to you soon and, and, and talk some more shit. It's been fun. Have All right, brother. We'll see you, man. Right, thanks. Bye. thanks. Uh, last thing Chris says, uh, thanks for coming on, Chris. We appreciate you. Mental health is the number one culprit for these shootings. You got to be a special kind of messed up in the head to pull this crap off. And that's 100% true in my mind, that to go in and take innocent lives like that,
0: there's no normal person. All I can say is you're lucky that we talk to these people on the phone because now you don't have to listen to Biden. That was my next. Most Americans support common Uh, sense laws. All right. So we won't play it. We don't most
1: Americans support the common sense constitution.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, most Americans do not support common sense laws. They support background checks. That's what they support. All right, so we're gonna get out of here right now, and actually tonight you guys got to see the whole episode. I know so. I was only thinking about putting half the episode. Yeah, on Facebook live. it just didn't work out. Just didn't Stuff work out. It's carried away. So anyway, we're gonna toast right now to Josh McTarian. We're using his old granddad bottle. He's, uh, he's running low too, he Josh. He's running low. running low. You'd be proud of us. <laughs> ah, we're gonna get more, Josh. Don't <laughs> worry about it, brother. We're gonna fill up this bottle. Josh McTarrion, Twinsburg police officer, was brutally executed. Go back and listen to our Josh McTarrion episode to learn more about him. To Josh. Josh. All right, Josh. And I guess that's it. Dan, you got anything else? Uh, No. Uh, Patrick said he's going to be
1: here on June 23rd. Here? Coming up. Yeah. All right. We're going to have him in. We're going to have him in. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys liked the episode, how we incorporated our Facebook Live into it. Incorporated some of our true loyal fans that have been with us since day one, and be ready to keep an eye out for the merch.
0: You know what? I'll tell you this too. We'll take just a moment of silence, real quick, and for these 19 souls that have disappeared into this heroic teacher who tried to keep her kids safe. Moment of silence to them. All right. Now let's work on real solutions here instead of political grandstanding. Get together. Republicans quit being assholes. Democrats quit being assholes. Let's get together and let's figure out how we're going to fix this shit. As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could drop us a like, drop us a five star review, that really helps us out. You can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. And you can find me at Jim at PBA And you can find me at Dan at PBA Podcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And Pod Bless America.